you can't just call up the government and be like, I, I would like all of the alien information, please. And they're not going to be like, sure, what? here it is. Like, they're going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> sure, random Hello, Canadian girl. <laughs> Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Herspective. Oh, my God, only four days until I Christmas. Know. So it's one direct week till my birthday, and then I feel like that has to be mentioned first, and then Definitely. four days till Christmas. Woohoo! Even though Christmas comes before your birthday, but yes, we need to acknowledge your birthday yeah, first. Yeah, well, we have to, you know, prioritize. Um Obviously. Yeah. And anyways, it's like the most exciting time of the year, even though it was just announced that we're going into lockdown. So that sucks. Yeah, that is definitely disappointing. And I'm not surprised. No. We kind of knew this was coming. Hopefully this will be the last one. Hopefully everything will get under control with this lockdown. And plus the vaccines on yeah. top, like maybe we'll just fully... I guess being saying fully is too optimistic. We'll be out of the weeds like a lot more than we have been to date. Yeah, because people tend to hibernate in January as it is. So, you know, here's to wishful thinking that this is like it for once and for all. I hope so. I'm pretty depressed about the fact that we're going into lockdown again. But um, no, yeah, it's. I guess this is the only way to go. Although, I and I won't go on a tangent again, it doesn't make any sense because, <laughs> like, the, certain businesses are still open. Small businesses aren't. When you close one area of the GTA, people are obviously going to flock to the area that is not closed. Therefore, mm-hmm. you're just increasing the risk of transferring COVID to those that otherwise would have been maybe a lot safer because we are only having like in that region you're only having those people that live there for the most part like shopping there so when you then yeah like our area in Niagara yeah and my area in Durham so when because of Toronto being pretty much entirely shut down People still have shopping to do. People still don't want to deal with the lines for the places that are actually open. So you're just bringing it here. So you're putting it into a more concentrated area. Yeah. So I guess that's why we're getting the province wide one because enough is enough and there's just nowhere else for people to go. Exactly. Um, and, you know, they they strategically waited uh, until after Christmas um, to make sure they get in that last uh, economic boost but yeah well that's that's yeah government Ontario government if you're listening like we know you're doing your best but honest (laughs) and we know you're we know you're listening uh it's just it just doesn't make a lot of sense and I don't think like yeah like okay well we have to go into lockdown as of December 24th like so you're you know that everywhere's gonna be closed anyway which on one hand I get it but on the other hand it's like you're letting people make sure they get their last minute shopping done before you shut everything like is it for the people is it for the business or is it for the economy like it's it's a lot of things for the taxpaying dollars exactly you know whatever it is what it is and here we are the announcement's been made and you know I guess all that's left is for us to make the best out of our COVID Christmas uh, and just really fucking hope that everyone gets it together and we don't go into like make it to the one year mark and or even God, even worse, like further than that. So Yes, for sure. And you're right. Like, let's look 
to be positive and optimistic and make the best out of what we have. We're thankful and grateful for our own health. So we want to spread spread that positivity out there. For sure. And speaking of thankful and grateful, we are thankful and grateful for all of you guys. Uh, as we approach the holidays, this is our last episode before we uh, we break for the new year. And so we like can't express how thankful and grateful we are for everyone that's listened to us throughout the whole year. Yeah, and everyone that gives their feedback and sends us DMs and shares our episodes with their friends. Like, we are truly, truly so grateful. We love doing this. We're having a lot of fun. We just keep meeting such incredible women along this journey and so thankful that they're willing to talk to us and share their stories and their expertise. I mean, We've talked about it so many times. We've both learned so much about ourselves, about how to handle different scenarios, situations within our own lives, or if we're going to encounter them in the future, just everything. Like we've just been so lucky to be able to have access to such amount of knowledge that we've had access to over this past year and a bit now. And yeah, like it's going to be nice to take that little break um, going into 2021 because we do have some awesome guests coming back for and sure. up in 2021. Um, so really excited for what's coming next. Yeah, and we're going to be working on some things throughout the break. Um, hopefully exactly. we can get to those those things that are, we just haven't gotten yeah. to yet, like our website. And- yeah, we do. Yes, we definitely have some housekeeping <laughs> stuff that we need to get to. And because we want to bring as much as we can to our listeners. So yeah, website would be good yeah. for everything. It's <laughs> a good start. I do want to shout out that... The giveaway was such a great success, yes. and we're so happy that it went to Melissa Hewson, uh, who is the founder of Sweet Soul Sisters, and she was on our podcast a little while ago. She is an energy healer, and that was such an amazing episode. So honestly, like a kinder, more beautiful soul could not like have one. Like she is. She is so wonderful, and we had such a great time when we had her on the show. And yeah, no, th- we left with obviously like the best vibes ever. Um, I think she really enlightened us and uh, with certain information about all that energy healing, as well as you know, uh, keeping the good vibes rolling. That's how I felt afterwards, at least. And uh, she sent us her aura sprays, and I'm a freaking obsessed with them. They're gorgeous. Yeah, they are quite soothing and calming. Like, I do like to spray them on my pillow before bed. Um, but I also, on top of that, do want to thank the partners that were involved in that giveaway. So, another shout out to House of Hyla, Entamo Pleasurables, Carla Gillis, and Big Love General Store. Uh, just the generosity from you guys to partner with us was, you know, the best and we can't thank you enough. And I know Melissa is loving her little goodies already and hopefully we can bring another giveaway in the new year. Yeah, looking forward to that. And of course, like you said, partnering with more amazing, beautiful women. Super exciting. Yeah, and their brands. Yeah. Yeah. So so this episode <laughs> is a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, But one that I definitely more selfishly wanted to do, and I thank you, Jess, for humoring me on this one. Yeah, no, like I said in the episode, when you mentioned that you wanted to, like, when you even mentioned UFOs to me, I was like, what the fuck? 
Well, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Where today, did ladies. this come from? <laughs> UFOs. Um, and you heard it. Well, I'm not kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's super random. But, you know, as as people, anyone who listens knows, we like to talk about anything and everything. So I guess that falls right into it, especially because you do have the interest in UFOs, which, again, I did not know about you. Um, so here's a it's hard to believe warning. that we're both still learning things about each other through it is this. like and this is for a how long we've been one. friends how much crap we've gone through together every little thing we've told each other like literally seen each other full naked even I beyond full UFOs naked just like have never come up though <laughs> yeah it's, time and, and that's place true for naked there's a time and place for every other thing that we've been through i guess we just ha- had not had the time and place for ufos that broach the ufo subject <laughs> guys like you tell us when you meet someone new or when you have a friend like do you broach the ufo subject subject <laughs> like right off the hop is that a thing <laughs> it's two questions do you have covid do you believe in ufos <laughs> yeah hey i'm jess do you believe in ufos <laughs> no so we hadn't gotten there yet so yeah well that's kind of why I wanted to do the episode because it isn't a conversation that is like something that comes up in regular conversation especially if you just meet someone it is not a conversation starter and I think that a lot of people have lots of different opinions their own beliefs their own understandings maybe even their own experiences and then you've got people that are like oh my god you're crazy they're is no such thing as UFOs. Like, obviously, yeah. that is insane. Um, but well, since I was a thing. kid... When people talk about a personal experience, and as we mentioned, like, kind of the same thing with ghosts, it automatically goes to, oh, you're crazy. Instead of... If you're people, a non-believer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even, like, I'm a believer in UFOs, but, like, I believe you more... You know what I mean? Because as I mentioned, my... my I guess stance on the whole thing is that I don't really think about it that much but yeah and you're a whole group too right people that are in the same position that are like wow it really just doesn't cross my mind on a day-to-day basis and it doesn't it's not like it's on my mind all the time either but as I was saying like as a kid I was always interested in it um Mm. I mentioned in the show I get it from my dad and I just do think, and maybe I also want to believe that there is something else out there in our universe. And I also just find it hard to believe that there isn't, that we're the yeah. only life form, like intelligent life form. Yeah, it'd be naive to think that we were the only ones. And I think that, you know, you're an educated, intelligent woman. So that's kind of probably why you have an inkling to think there's probably UFOs out there. Yeah, and actually and like that, and that's what I was going to say is... We do want to make that distinction between aliens and UFOs. Obviously, UFO stands for unidentified flying object. And we do bring that up also in the show just to say like a UFO doesn't equate to an alien yeah. as in like a little green Martian or. Um, Why do you think of it as a little green Martian? Well, I, I think that's just that. like how. Well, I think that's just what people kind of say, you know, like a Martian well, from like Mars. E.T., like bald. Taller. Well, that's the know. thing. It's open to interpretation or <laughs> your own just opinion on whatever intelligent life form it may be and what that may look like. Could but be I just all of the above. It totally could. Maybe there's millions of different like probably races, is. race of aliens, cultures, species, species. exactly. Um, but yeah, so we do make that distinction. 
because obviously there is UFOs, uh, whether that means it's like an alien operated craft versus <laughs> some form of flying object that's been engineered that we're just not aware of. That doesn't mean it's not from another country. Um, so we don't know. Yeah, and we don't know. that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's I find it fascinating. Uh, it is also something that you don't hear a lot of women talk about either. Like I feel that this so- subject is kind of reserved for men a little bit or yeah, more it's, it's why, more common. But I, I don't know. I right. think it's just like, it's like, a, like the, the, the whole sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm a big fan of too. Yeah. Um, but this is like a like the UFO topic is endless right we could have gone on for days talking about it um you could have gone on yes i could have chrissy chrissy and i who chrissy and i could have gone on but we uh really only like scratched the surface like we didn't get too deep into a lot of different areas under the ufo umbrella uh we didn't even really talk about like the flying saucer which seems to be the most common like sighting where people describe a saucer shape or a circular shape flat surface silver shiny metal we didn't go too deep into that but after the conversation I kind of was thinking about it more and so I have a bit of a theory because a lot of the sightings and this is like reports from the military talk about the UFO activity being around like nuclear weapons and military bases and then kind of like children and stuff too um so my theory on it is if this is like a different intelligent life form they are honing in on the weaponry um out of like maybe monitoring us to make sure like humans don't fuck around and do something stupid i mean donald trump did have the nuke code so that's terrifying in itself well, maybe that's proof that aliens don't exist because don't you think they would be like, oh, fuck, here's an issue. Let's abduct him. <laughs> He's still kicking it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, this guy should go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they had a hand in why he didn't win the election again. But also, I feel like that's like a sign from them being like, listen, don't fuck up the earth anymore stop like the war stop the killing stop all the stuff this is these are your warnings I think they've given us a lot but that's like my theory is that they're like we have the power to (laughs) shut you down so you should probably heed this warning in whatever way you need to um but then also like their interaction with like children I wonder if they are kind of protectors of the earth in like from an environmental standpoint I love your like your positive outlook your positive I do I don't think they're evil I don't I mean Hollywood has done so many different things um so I I, I think it's hard to like put your brain in one bucket of like what are they um but really what do I know and that's why I'm interested in the topic because I like to learn about it I like to hear other people's opinions so we have Chrissy Newton who is one of the hosts of the podcast Alt Pop Repeat. Yeah, we had them on in the summer. Mm -hmm. Chrissy and Marie. Yeah, talking about cancel culture and pop culture and and that's their uh, area of expertise. Yeah, and we highly recommend checking out their podcast also. But Chrissy, uh, she is a big fan of UFOs and spends a lot of time 
investigating them, reading up on it. She's in different groups that are, I think how you say is ufologists. Ufologists is what she said. And it's, it's, I don't know if she would consider herself a ufologist, but she is, like you said, super educated. And as you also said, she kind of like educated us on like a basic overall understanding about things like that without getting like so into it so it's kind of like your beginner lesson to ufos yeah exactly and that's why i say we scratched the surface of it because we kind of touch on a few different areas and you know have a, a bit of a conversation about that and then move on to the next spot because otherwise we would have been on the call for like till now maybe yeah still talking <laughs> and Jess would have possibly just hung no, I, I would have just closed my computer and walked away <laughs> like okay girls love y'all but <laughs> no and as I say on the on the show my brain can only take so much about not just UFOs but like you know space in general or or the unknown in general it's it's overwhelming when you don't have answers or you know what I mean the, the possibilities are endless so it's it can be like stressful yeah, and I think that's a lot of people's feelings on it is it's too much to fathom. Yeah. It's too much to process. Our brains can't comprehend the vastness of space or the vastness what could of be all in the there. possibilities. Yeah. yeah, and it spirals, right? Because you're like, well, what if this and what if this? And it just leads you yeah. <laughs> and uh, no pun intended, but down a black hole. <laughs> pun intended. Who are we kidding here? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That was pretty, pretty uh, cheesy UFO sci-fi. I was praying I would be able to drop that one. <laughs> well, today's your day, babe. <laughs> so glad I got to sneak it in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we are super excited for you guys to hear the episode. If you're not a UFO fan, you might be after this. Or if you've had no interest, you might be after you take a listen. We still recommend listening. Yeah, like I Jess think said, you'll still learn stuff. Yeah, and like you said, Jess, you are someone that just kind of like doesn't think about it, but maybe this will just give you a different perspective and something to think about. For sure. And Chrissy did prep us that more information is coming to the mainstream media. Um, You know, more information will be released soon. Like it's coming up. There's movies. You know, the governments are releasing more information. So I mean, why not start now? Get get a little bit of information. And then when you start to hear more about it, it won't be as scary. Or like just random, right? Yeah, because yeah, there are people that are highly credible individuals that are coming forward with new information. And it is becoming more mainstream because a lot of people are demanding information. They do want, you know, quote unquote, the truth. Um, as I like to say, the truth is out there. Obviously, I didn't coin that term. Is that, is that the right one? It might be. <laughs> Was that I don't know. <laughs> I, also, maybe. <laughs> You're like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not an expert in like all different UFO theme songs. Um, That was just the, the X-Files. Isn't that what, yeah. you're, what you're quoting? Yes, that is. That's okay. true. Well, that could have been the worst rendition or the best. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> It's it's subjective, really, you know, open I, to it's probably all not. opinions. It's like, Stop saying please. <laughs> but yeah, people are demanding information and want to know. That's why we want you to listen to the show and form your own opinion. Yes. Tell us what so you think. 
tell us what you think. Tell us if you're also obsessed with UFOs. If any of my other friends come to me and say they are, then I'll just be shocked all around. Uh, And then I'll really (laughs) be confirming to myself that I need to start asking people about this. So let me know. Um, And, you know, before we get right into it, just want to again say um, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. Happy New Year. And we will be back on January 12th with our first uh, episode of 2021. And yes, please stay safe. And we really are wishing everybody a wonderful time off, time with family, however that looks for you. For sure. Um, So I guess without further ado, welcome to the show, Chrissy. Welcome, Chrissy. Yes. Thanks for coming back. (laughs) Exactly. Thanks for coming back. And we had you and Marie on the show. Oh, when was that? Last year? Yes. I think it was earlier this year. year Earlier this year. I have no idea. Yeah, it does honestly feel like last <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, it felt like last year. But yeah, and that is when we had you on to talk more about like cancel culture. So this yeah. conversation is definitely yeah. very different for us and for our show, but one that I am so excited to have. Definitely more excited than Jess because this is much more up my alley. <laughs> When Lauren mentioned that she wanted to have a conversation or an episode about UFOs, I was like, you what? <laughs> I had no idea about anything about UFOs. <laughs> I am learning so much about my partner here. I didn't even know you knew or cared about UFOs. So here we are. Um, and like, I want to know how you guys even connected about this because like, how the hell does that come up in conversation? And uh, so let's start with that. Well, I kind of reached out. Well, I commented on one of your posts, Chrissy, and you do post a lot about um, just, yeah, like UFO, alien, uh, you know, what else is out there in the universe. And I personally find it really interesting, intriguing myself. And I just really liked all the content that you have um, posted about it. And so I commented on one saying, we've got to talk about this because it isn't in my circle, something that is common. Like I'm probably the only one that's really like into it, has always been into it since I was a kid. And when you come across those fellow believers, (laughs) it's exciting and it's nice because, and we'll get into this for sure, but like there is obviously a lot of stigma around um, (laughs) believing in aliens. Uh, because people think you're crazy like right away or they're like that's impossible that's not real that's all made up in the movies yeah all the things right yeah like the ridicule is real it's getting better now since more people are believing more people are talking about it but it's common that someone like you said like someone like yourself is like out of all of your friends you're like i'm the only one who believes so i i hear that a lot but you'd be shocked if you probably brought it up in a group that someone would say oh i yeah i've looked into that or i've thought about it or you know it's becoming the stigma is starting to go away and because of things that are happening because of the mainstream media picking it up and now the pentagon and, and jess you can ask tons of questions about this the pentagon and the u.s government releasing I will. files <laughs> secret classified files now and de- declassifying them and saying that we we don't know if it's aliens they're not saying that hey we've got aliens now they're saying we don't know what these things are. They call them UAPs, which is Identified Aerial Phenomenon. They don't call them UFOs in the Pentagon. But they're saying it's okay now 
if pilots and, and people want to talk about UFOs, we don't know what these things are, but we know that it's there. So as the government's saying, from what we know, they're learning just as much as we are as we go along, but they've known for a while. I think that's a good place to kind of start. Like what, sure. how is this becoming mainstream? Like, what did they know? What were they hiding from us? Like, where did this start? And I'm saying that in air quotes. Yeah, so the whole thing started as a conspiracy theory that you would say. So UFOs and believing in UFOs was always a conspiracy theory. So what we're seeing now is that conspiracy theory is somewhat true. We're not, there's different degrees of conspiracy theories, but, you know, we're at the base of it saying, yes, the conspiracy theory is that Roswell, in Roswell, uh, there was a crash. Area 51. And that, yeah. Area 51, mm-hmm. correct. Well, that was taken to Area right. 51 or that there was uh, objects that were in Area 51 in Nevada because there are two different spots. Um, but one, the alien crafts were taken and it started with Bob Lazar, who is a physicist who back engineered UFO spacecrafts in Area 51 in the secret military base. So in the early 80s, they were covering all this stuff up and the government was ridiculing Bob Lazar and all these other people that were trying to come forward and saying, hey, UFOs are real and there's this technology. So since the 80s, it's been way before that. It's even been earlier than the 40s and the 50s, but the 80s was really when it went mainstream. And so they tried to cover it up. And then now finally, this past, you know, 2019 was the year of the UFO, that finally they've come forward and they've said, okay, yes, we are, we have all these images, we have all these videos, we might have um, pieces, yeah, of UFOs that the, they did a whole expose on this in the New York Times and the Pentagon is slowly releasing these videos and files and we're getting people like Lou Elizondo who worked for the intelligence, uh, he was an intelligence officer within the Pentagon now and has left uh, the Pentagon and has come forward on CNN. He did a piece in the New York Times. He's done, you name it, everything. And he was the first real government US official, the US, not anywhere else in the world, but US official that said, yes, I researched UFOs in a black ops program that had put $22 million into it. And there's something going on here. We need to find out more. I think though there is a (laughs) distinction because I have watched the videos that the government, like the US government released and listened to the audio along with actually the recordings from uh, like fighter jet pilots. I believe that's what they were um, following and recording seeing this what we know as a ufo and they refer to as a uap in the sky and they're from the audio you can tell that they're kind of just like holy shit like we don't know what we're seeing we can't really explain it because of like the movements that this flying object took was outside of anything that we know has been engineered by even our governments right exactly but it's interesting because we haven't heard 100% like if they've determined if that is just something created by engineers or engineered by other countries. And we still call them UFOs, but UFO doesn't equate to alien. And I think that's kind of like an important no. distinction because if you're, it is just an unidentified flying object. It, that's not saying that there's like a little green Martian inside that flying object, which I would like to believe that there is not saying green (laughs) necessarily, but when people say UFO, you automatically think alien, but it really just means like something that we don't know what that's in our airspace and we don't know what it is. 
Yeah, and I agree. Like right now, and the government has to say that because they exactly. don't have a proof of a of an alien coming forward and you know being like, "Hey, I'm Steve." <laughs> Close and I'm from, you know, <laughs> Exactly, and I'm from like a Zeta Reticula. You know, like they're not. That's not happening. But what's happening is that the one thing that we do have to talk about at some point is the connection with, and this is sounds scary, and this this gets into something really scary quickly. I guess is people being abducted and seeing UFOs and abduction and contactee fourth kind contactee with aliens um, or anything of of interdimensional. We don't know what it is, but connected when seeing a UFO and then getting abducted or having some form of contact. There is a, a movie that is coming out next year, I believe, called The Aerial School. It's an aerial school event that happened, but I think it's called The Aerial School Project. Don't quote me. Um, but the aerial school uh, event that happened was in Zimbabwe. And I believe it was the early 80s. Don't quote me on that. Or maybe 90s. But it was a group of 60, 60 school children that were outside on the playground. And a UFO landed in the middle of the schoolyard. And all these kids saw it. And some creature or whatever it is came out of it. And they were six feet away from it, like an arm's length. What? And they said, this one I, know, I didn't know I know. About. Check oh it out. God. It's crazy. There, Yes, there is a movie called The Phenomenon that everyone needs to watch. It just came out. It's by, it's directed by James Fox and it's produced by Dan Farrell. And Dan Farrell used to pr- uh, produce Ready Player One from Spielberg. So it's an unbelievably doc. It's amazing documentary. I'll send it to you guys. Yes, please yeah. do. But at the end of it, it talks about this aerial school event that will be bigger news next year when this uh, when the new movie comes out about it. But they were six feet away from this thing. And all these kids drew pictures of this black like man in a black suit. And they all look the same. And no, it didn't talk to them. It said it telepathically talked to them. Just got goosebumps. And they all. Right. And so they're all adults now. And they all say the same thing. And they all agree that they had a contact D moment. And that's the largest, one of the biggest contactee moments of things that have ever happened that's been documented. The news covered it and it was a really big uh, media event for a while, I believe in the early 80s. Again, don't quote me on the time, but they, um, and now it's come up and had a bigger conversation because of having this conversation of UFOs, you do have to have these other conversations. Of and it's a, it's a scary conversation past. to have. Well, things that, right? what it's, is in the UFO? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so that's something I want to talk about. What do we know? I know we can't say for sure, but like, what do we know for sure about what is in the UFOs? Like, so sightings like that. We don't know. We don't, there's, we don't know what's, we don't know what's intelligently piloting the UFO. We have no idea. But what we know about the UFO is that it, we don't have anything on record within any military around the world of any technology that can travel at that speed and do 90 degree turns at the angles that no it's no light it has no propul- yeah. no light no propulsion system that we actually know how to use right or energy or any form of you know gas we don't have the same propulsion systems and it's also flying in air and impunity so this is this is also the other scary part it's it's turning on and off nuclear missiles like it's not even a joke. And, and people, this is, this is why Lula Elizondo and all these other government officials like Christopher Mellon, who used to run um, the intelligence, well, agency for the Bush and Clinton administrations in the White House, when he left, 
him and a group of people, they were running the ATIP program, which was that black opt program, that $22 million program in the Pentagon. They were the heads of running that and doing research. But then when they left, they thought that this was one of the most important issues because of what they were seeing in the footage and the evidence they were getting, but also the finding out that all these UFOs were flying around military bases in Canada, in the States. There's one in New Brunswick. There's been UFO contactees with military uh, officials. The Navy's had so many of like watching UFOs come out of the water. That's a whole um, other so, like, yeah, just area of it's discussion crazy. is, you know, we have associated UFOs and aliens with space. And just much yeah. more recently, I think it's become a more mainstream topic of them coming from the water, from the oceans. Yeah. And they call it a USO, mm -hmm. identified sea object. So there are photos apparently that now as activists, like I will call myself an activist. I'm not so much of a researcher with these groups of people. I'm more of a communicator kind of activist. My job on my side is, you guys know, like work in PR full time. So when you combine the two together, for me, what's important is understanding how do you disseminate the information to the public along with then like what is going on um, and then also actively fighting for disclosure, which is getting people in the government to release more photos and putting pressure on that and saying we deserve this as the human race to know what this technology is and to see these photos because it is affecting us and, and it can affect us in many well, ways. Well, I think that's yeah. like a huge factor too, right, is this has been going on for as long as probably any of us can recall. Um, obviously, your first, your initial like experience with it would most likely be movies. And then that can perpetuate whether you're a believer or non-believer and like whether you want to learn more or not. But it seems that, you know, there's so many people that have had an experience one way or another from I saw something strange in the sky to I have been fully abducted what, what we call is an alien abduction um yeah and then you hear about it when it's like a larger event as you were talking about like the one in um africa then there's like arizona obviously area 51 um so many like large events and then it just disappears like it, it's kind yeah, of like why don't we talk about this a lot more well i think it's because and this is my opinion is because we we are government operated countries um so they kind of dictate a lot of like what we hear see learn what's obviously in the media and i think they just don't know how to your point chrissy <laughs> to, to disseminate the information <laughs> that won't cause either like mass panic or like uproar of people being like why you, you can't be serious like the government cannot be talking to us about this it's not real for those that don't believe like there's just i don't think there's like a good formula for that the government has figured out to be like, okay, we're pretty sure we're not alone. Don't and quote us, but don't panic. Okay, but I think that that's a good way to do it. Like, obviously, we understand with um, evolution, with growing science, we've learned more and more about our histories, about our, our world, and everything. Like, that's just common knowledge. So, why can't they position it in a way that's like, we have a little bit of evidence, like breaking news, interesting for all of us. Like space is really big. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> I can't be like people can't be thinking that we're the only living beings in this Entire what galaxy universe. universe like, well, we infinity. don't even know what yeah. what the entirety of the universe is either. Right? Exactly. Like they're just discovering more and more 
in our Sports own galaxy. Yeah. But it, but like to you said about the USOs, uh, what do they say that we have explored more in space than we have in our own oceans? Like, so we don't even know literally yeah. anything. Why can't we just position it no. like here, guys, we found something else out. Yeah, I agree. But all you're saying is, is right from asking questions why. And then the other part of the right, we don't want to scare people. So how do we disseminate the information so that people don't freak out, ridicule each other, you know, think that they're gods, start worshiping them. You know, people that believe in religion might stop believing in their own religion. I think that has a huge element um, to it too, why maybe we aren't hearing about this or isn't more commonly discussed within our governments, within our media, because we know like the church, and I do that in air quotes, still very, has a lot of control. Yeah. yeah, I believe the Vatican did say it was okay to believe in believe in UFOs at one point. I don't know if they've retracted that, but they were pretty open with it. So there's a lot of reasons why they slowly have to disseminate the information. But I think when they did a poll, and this might not be worldly, this is probably just Western, like Western culture, that they said that 90 per- 90% of people believe in in extraterrestrials or UFOs or something else outside of our own planet. So right there at yeah. their own, we're, we're at a really good time where we look at 2019 and now to slowly start putting the information out. We probably won't get full. This is the beginning. So this will be a slow dissemination that will probably happen over 10 to 20 to 30 years. When we're 70, you know, then, you know, we'll find out something that's going to be extremely radical. And by that time, it's probably already going to be an accepted norm. So unless something else drops out of the sky that we cannot. Right. And so this is the difference. (laughs) Yeah. And so these are the conversations that people are wondering if they're hearing these words called disclosure. So there's big D and little D and Marie, when we talk about this on the show, always laughs because she's like big D and little D crazy. (laughs) It's like a 12 year old coming out. But it's it's hilarious. But uh, so big D, so disclosure is as a movement, but big D is the concept that uh, a massive UFO is just going to show up like Independence Day in the middle of the sky. And we're all going to be like, hurrah, and like, there it is. And, and then there's little D, which is happening now is that the government is slowly, slowly releasing things so that we start to be comfortable with it. And that's kind of what we're seeing now. Big D probably won't happen. And I've said this to people, I actually said this to a group of friends a while ago before COVID, when we're all sitting on my patio, my condo, and they asked me about UFOs because I loved, I just love talking about it. <laughs> so somebody wanted to talk about it. Right. So we wanted to talk, anyone who come over, we're going to always talk UFOs in my place. And so someone wanted, my friend uh, Liam wanted, wanted to talk about it. And so I just said to him, he's like this big D, little D disclosure. And I said, I go, look behind you. And I said, just imagine us sitting here and a mothership showed up right in front of you. I said, nobody would go to work. I said, no one would go to work. People would be freaking out in hysteria. You'd be staring at it. I said, I I even believe in it. And I'd be shocked staring at it for hours or even just not even sure what to do or what next. Like it would, it would be so The world scary. would be at a standstill. It's, it's debilitating. It would be. And especially yeah. if it was even in one city and it was hovering. Like we look at the Phoenix lights That's a crazy and that thing. was a standstill right of like a mass sighting that people saw over a major city but that was in 92 and they didn't have cell phones that had cameras on it so now 
people would be live streaming it, you know, well, like, you know, well on Instagram and like, you know, do <laughs> and doing probably lives with their friends with it, you know, and trying to take pictures and selfies. Like it would be, it would be insane. So we're probably not going to see big D because it's so overwhelming that shock. And I, again, like, can you imagine walking out the door and seeing a mothercraft of like four or five football fields? Like, what would you do? Yeah, it would be, it would be scary I would be, too. Personally, yeah, I'd be terrified. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a believer, yeah. Yeah. as I've said, but that's the coming. thing. That is the one part that, you know, there really isn't any evidence in my opinion yet, because if there is, all, like another intelligent life form um, out there and maybe they do move around in what we know as like motherships or spacecrafts, UFOs. Um, we don't know if they come in peace or not um, because if you, you know, th- for those that have said they've had experiences, abductions, some people say it was violent and almost evil right. um, and they were hurt and they were traumatized and like horrible things. And then others say it was very like calming and they were you know just very curious and it was it was like almost a out of body enlightening experience so like but then layer on like everything hollywood has done which how much weight can we put into that because that's what people think of when they think of ufos if you're not educated about it yeah is that all just crap it's it came from somewhere yeah right i think that this imagination yeah (laughs) and i well in the early 50s sci-fi did a lot around ufos and aliens and these these types of creatures so there was this this hollywood-esque idea of the ufo that was of the alien and the ufo that was created originally spielberg played off that as well um with oh my gosh what is the movie called now it's gonna kill me oh my god it's one of my favorite movies too not when mars attacks oh gosh oh my god spielberg um Close Encounters. Close Encounters. Thank you. Oh, oh okay. So uh, when you did Close Encounters. The, the best. Right. Yeah. Someone said that, that this might be hearsay, that a script was just was given to him anonymously. Uh, and it was like factual of something that actually happened. And then that's how he got killed. Yeah. That, that, that is might be hearsay, but that's, that's what trickles around in the community. But you never know. People love to make up that stuff too. Uh, but yeah. there is this idea. Well, you have that kind of experience. Right, yeah. you have that kind of theory, and in that movie, they were peaceful they were. beings. Yeah, but then you've got Alien. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, pop culture likes to play it's on terrifying. it. And sci-fi always will because it makes money. You know, of course. Right, yeah. and, and there might be there might be benevolent. Oh my god, can we talk today? There might be bad, and there might be good. <laughs> We don't really But that's how know. the human race is. So that's a the really way good I point, look at actually. It yeah. As imagine if something okay, say there's just a new species in the forest that we happen to come across. We're gonna look at it, we're gonna pick it up, we're gonna examine it. Exactly. That's what we do. So like maybe they would come to us and do the same thing and that might seem violent or that might seem you know, so obviously the interactions are not similar to what we're used to. Um, because who knows how they operate and it might not be malintentioned, but it could be like, that's the thing. There's so many. Well, humans are not actually very nice when we do discover well, exactly. things, right? And we I mean, we capture, we study, we will take pieces Torture, of we'll cut you up. Yeah. Like our interactions. Okay. okay Jess. <laughs> um, Our, we're evil. I, I listen to a lot of true crime. Okay. Monsters are real. Uh, <laughs> Monsters are real. Um, but yeah, I mean, just that is a really good point that you made, Chrissy, though, is that 
if I mean, and same to you, Jess, like hum- there's good and evil, so to speak, humans or good and bad humans. If there isn't an intelligent life outside of us, there could be good and bad. Yeah. Them too. Right. Yeah. Like, but that's interesting because that's not really something that you, that I have heard come up in a lot of UFO conversations. It is either bad or good. Not well, and you have to both. take into account how those people operate. Like, were you scared shitless, and then so anything could be interpreted as aggressive? Like, are they walking at you quickly because that's how they walk? Like, you know what I mean? So you have to take that into consideration. Obviously, when you make examples like, um, you know, nice little Martians versus alien, uh, those yeah. like are are you know two ends of the spectrum of of nice and evil aliens um (laughs) (laughs) so yes we have those things in our head and I think that guides a lot of you know our ideas or predisposes us to a lot of opinions about aliens (laughs) things that we don't know yeah and we still don't know and to be honest I don't know when we're really gonna know if it's extraterrestrial it might be interdimensional like, that's the other yeah. thing, too. And that's a whole other thing, yeah. Right, jeez. And then the other thing, and to be honest, like, I don't know quantum <laughs> physics. You know, I kind of know what that means, but do I really? Probably not. I'm not that I smart. I don't know what that means. Right, and, don't. like, what does that even look like if it's interdimensional? The other theory that they're saying is that it might be us, that we're coming back from where, from the future, coming back as our yeah. own species and looking at what we're doing. Evolved, because, yeah. Right, and, 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 you know, some are good, some are bad, like... It can be multiple different theories of what these things are, but what we know now is that the well, from what we're we're saying is that this is real, but people are seeing is real, and that's what we have to start at. And the more that we talk about it and take away the ridicule, and it opens it up for scientists then to look at it. Because before, scientists would never, ever look at this because they would make fun of ufologists or people that like the, the research UFOs or thought that they'd seen something or been in contact. They would discredit them, not even look at the case. Now what's happening is that they're saying, no, you need to look at it. And now when we have a vast amount of researchers and vast amount of scientists actually taking this seriously, we're going to get quicker answers and we're going to find scientific answers to prove what's actually happening. So that's what I'm excited about now is that we've opened it up to a whole bunch of different people that will be able to come in and help identify what everything what's happening. Yeah, versus those that used to just explain it away. And that is what's frustrating about this whole topic is I mean, there's so many people that have come forward people that have that are scientists that are doctors that, you know, have a lot of credentials behind them that are like, intelligent people coming forward and speaking about sightings experiences and and even intergovernment people and up until more recently you you hear about it or they actually speak on a documentary or some kind of interview and then you hear like they have died or they Mm -hmm. have been stripped of any of their titles or they just kind of disappear right like so it's it's a weird like conundrum there because one minute the media is saying like yeah you can talk about it like we're open we'll we'll investigate like let's you know dedicate some actual research to this and then on the other hand it's like yeah but you can't actually say that much or you can't talk about that so there is still that weird like well is this all being kind of scripted like 
what is what information is real what information but is that's how everything that the government allows to be released is right they dictate it and if it's too much even if it is um you know like you said a, a credible scientist then they'll shut it down if they don't yeah. want to hear that much right to say even bob lazar like he ended up having charges against him like was that fake or like to discredit him from him coming forward and speaking about his own experiences or i mean were those real charges like did that yeah. those incidents actually happen i think with bob lazar you know he was discredited and they said the government tried to cover up that he went to mit and all that stuff is real because he was ridiculed his entire life. And now since the Pentagon came forward and said, yes, you know, what we're, what's happening in us researching these things are real, really gave him back his credibility. So I think what the, right. the Pentagon is alluding and will never say we're wrong, you're right, Bob. But in that undercurrent way, they were saying to him, you were right this entire time. So moving yeah. forward now, I also think that we, shouldn't give a lot of credit and this might sound funny a lot of credit to people that work in the government because not like how smart are humans we're only that smart so there might be people that like say on like there might be five people in the entire world that really know what's going on when it comes to ufos and everybody else is just trying to put the parts together so if you had that classified information that you knew everything that extraterrestrials were visiting here you wouldn't even tell the government because the government's changing every four every four years so you'd have yeah. a very small group of they call into uh, intelligentas that would be holding on to that information and everybody else would just kind of be running around so when i've talked to people that have worked at the pentagon their departments don't even talk to each other they can't even get their their story straight internally so we shouldn't give a lot of credit to people that work in the government that are trying to like we think um make conspiracy theories and like you know muffing things up and trying to declassify or undeclassify stuff and it's things like that we're right? trying to make problems i think that they have been but i also think that we give them too much credit because i think we're making them smarter than what they are <laughs> absolutely like yeah. why is the pentagon like the basis for all like you know um information about anything to do with ufos or because they're the or ones that will life? hide shit up that's why. But, but the thing is, it's the Pentagon. Like, I mean, yes, obviously, there's very, very intelligent people. And, yes, you there know, is. they yeah. do hold a lot of information, much of which we don't know. But I don't, like, I agree with you, Christy. Like, I don't believe that they should be, like, the pinnacle of where we get our information from or where what we can trust, right? Like, it's, and honestly, you know, they've also made their mistakes. Well, that's the real. point. And, so. and all of them are not, you know, we don't have people on a daily job. For sure, they're, they are doing some form of collusion that's happening. We know that the government does, like, to falsify things. And we've seen that happen. And that might be sometimes to protect ourselves or for them to protect what their assets of what's going on, it, intelligence information that's going Going on from back and forth to different countries because of terrorism there's a lot of reasons why they would do that but i really don't want to give credit to you know people in the pentagon are, are very bright there's a reason why they work with intelligence in certain areas of the government but i don't think every day that they're just trying to falsify things all the time and that they're and that they're, if there yeah. were a lot of secrets and everyone knew about it we'd have a different conversation in my mind. So I think that if there is a, some really, really, 
you know, if there are crafts that are found from Roswell and they're sitting in bunkers and they have alien bodies, I'm saying maybe five people know. I don't think a lot of people know. I don't even think the government really knows of like the president because that's such information that you would have to keep your entire life and not tell anybody. Like, can you imagine someone telling you that story and being like, by the way, in Bunker 67 in Nevada is an alien and, you know, and or still alive. And, you know, he just hangs out at the casino sometimes. Like, I don't know. Like you, you would you would be like you tell everybody. Like who would you be like you're a psycho? Right. That's not true. Right. But why can they keep that information? Why are they the only ones that are privy to it? Like why can't well, they, there are other people don't they are, have probably. to spread it? Yeah. There are people that yeah. have come forward with this information and that's why I'm, what I was saying before is like all those people like kind of disappeared off the face of the earth or have been completely discredited. So um it is our society that would if the government says well that person's a complete kook, we're like okay, yeah. So that's why they don't want to bring their alien body forward because they think that the government will be like, okay, you're fucked, shut him up and then keep the body. I I think that there's, there's a lot, I have a lot of reasons why. I just think that it's a small group of people that know what's really going on compared to everyone in the Pentagon and all different departments. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's just, it's, there's, it's just too, in, it's intense. That information is really intense. And also, we also could look at that maybe the government is telling the truth. We haven't looked at that side saying that there might go, we have no idea too. We know as much as you do. We've been following this story for 30 years, but we haven't really been able to figure it out ourselves. And so, and we don't know what to do. And there's been a lot of pressure put on the government to release these things. And because of technology getting forward and all these videos now of UFOs coming forward more than ever. So maybe they don't. And then the other side is, yeah, for sure. Like they could know a lot. We, we don't know. And time will tell, right? Time will really tell. Really only time will tell. Yeah. There's, there's, you can't just like, you know, call up the government and be like, I, I would like all of the alien information, please. And they're not going to be like, sure, what? here it is. Like, Why are they going to no... do that tomorrow? <laughs> Why didn't you say so? Here we go. Oh, did you, oh, did you want to know about that? Sure. It's, uh, yeah. Sure, random Canadian girl. <laughs> we'll make sure you're on the media list. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish. Right, oh, my God. Too. That's like a dream come true. And who knows? It might happen. Never know. Oh, I hope so. I hope, we're, I hope I'm alive and I hope all of us Me are alive too. to really... We find out what's really going on. I think it will be. But I do hope it's still little D. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's a little D situation. And like, yeah. as much as I'm curious, and and obviously I'm not as passionate about this as you guys, I still think we can all agree that like a big D situation, and I can't believe I'm saying those words out loud, <laughs> is not a desirable situation. No. <laughs> Normally I would never say that sentence, <laughs> but in this case, I mean that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, an Independence Day kind of, no. you know, yeah. show up Terrifying. of aliens. I do agree that the mass population could not handle that. No, we'd panic. Me and... included. Like, because you don't yeah. know. Are they going to blow it up yeah. like they do in the movie? Like, I yeah. think your brain just couldn't handle it because you just, because we don't do well with things that we don't know. We don't know how to handle information that doesn't have like a definitive end or answer, right? Like, it's when, yeah. when there's just too many variables, like, it is hard to process like even just trying to think about it right now it's like yeah. Ugh, what if they were bad but what if they were good like <laughs> that's how I feel when I think about space in general it kind of stresses me out because I just have no it's my brain so cannot fast. like yeah. contain the mass that is space or you know there's no limits to it and it's hard to comprehend something with no limits yeah there's when you go to um, a planetarium so if anybody's in the Toronto area that's like 
Jeez, sorry, the dogs just started barking around here. Uh, if you go to <laughs> the planetarium, in, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, if you go to the planetarium in Toronto, they have this little tiny one at U of T that's a pop up, and it takes you. You sit down as a group of ten people when, when everyone can after COVID, and. It's really great because it takes you from the beginning of Toronto and you're literally sitting under the stars in Toronto in this uh, blow up, you know, building. And then it takes you out into the outer cosmos, uh, into the microcosmos. Wow. Yeah. And it shows you from where you are and then it slowly takes you out from the Milky Way and then to exoplanets and then it moves you out. So you start to then, well, while they're explaining things to you, that's, that's someone there obviously has a doctorate in it, uh, t- takes you through it and you start to you start to be able to visualize it and you can see it and have a better understanding of what that looks like, even though they don't really know it's just made, not made up, but the visuals are made up. Right. Um, but it takes you through and explains. So it gives you kind of this idea of vastness and then it takes you from the, the microcosm, which is like the outskirts of like the entire universe. And then what it does is suck you back in to where you are in Toronto. So in the end of it, when you walk out, you're like, Oh my God, I am like an ant. I am so small, but it's a I really cool a feeling. field trip coming on. Yes. You, <laughs> we you need guys to go to this it. as soon as we can. Yeah, if you go, I'll come with you. I was, sure. yeah, yeah, it was one of the best things I ever did. And it, I wish we had a planetarium in Toronto that was big because I think that's really what shows people that even though, like we're still important as a planet, but we're one planet. That's why we all need to get along and work together because we only live on this little rock because there's so many other rocks out there and it's so vast. Uh, and it's just a beautiful experience too. So yeah, no, that would be amazing. I yeah. would love that too. Well, that's, that's the other thing though. So we've been to space quite a few times and yeah. I haven't heard of there being any like real sightings in space. Like, not the way that we've heard about them But that's just here. in our, our, what, our galaxy, our universe? That's just in ours. And maybe this Earth is the only one with life forms, but there could be quadrillions of other ones. I just mean other flying objects. Yeah. Well, they have. So they've said there has been stuff that astronauts have said that they've, they've come out and they've said later on that they've encountered UFOs when they were in their own craft, spacecraft, that they've, they saw them. Um, there's been images that have been taken over the globe. So in the ISS space station, uh, in the International Space Station, they have a camera that's on the bottom and it's 20, you can actually log into it 24 hours a day. And they've seen UFOs, things skirting across. So there has been, uh, people said that they've been out in space and have had encounters, maybe not like close up, but they've seen things moving Jesus. at rapid rates um, out in space over top of our planet. So it's it's out there. It's happening. There's all these conversations, too, about the dark side of the moon and there's like a base and and that there's like an underground village in Mars. Like, I don't know how far we I go with that, but cool if it is but i don't i'm not sure i follow along with that i i look at both i love the the sci-fi side of things i also love i want the the practical side of things and i also want to see the science because we have to put science in it because then science makes it real because before yeah. like gravity people didn't believe in gravity and well, the earth was yeah. flat right? right and people didn't <laughs> even know they didn't think gravity exists or even bacteria yeah. They thought that germs yeah. were either germs. Like, right. And an interview that we did in our show with Dave Foley, germ, uh, Dave Foley makes a comment about people saying germs were laughable, you know, and then once we figure that out, you know, less people start dying. They think a lot of questionable things and not even getting into like right. religion and the origins of that. You know what I mean? Like how, 
you know, Adam and Eve and stuff like that. Well, the religion is kind of a big role to me in the alien conversation because when you um, look at these ancient drawings, um, you know, I I don't know what else to call them other than stories um, or like scriptures, things like that, they allude to the well what they would say now or if you're you know if the church is kind of dictating the conversation these angels right and I, I realize like this is ancient that some of the stuff is like drawn into stone like how you know um specific can you get but there's a lot of conversations that happen around that where it's like these these were not like you know angelic things these were other life yeah. like how much stock do you put in that Chrissy like I yeah, I I'm... tend to believe that because to me if this is like something that's put into stone like we did not do our, and when I say we I mean like within anywhere near our like last few centuries like these are real ancient um, artifacts and I just don't think that that was being faked like I I, yeah. I know it sounds so crazy but that's no, no you can not. date those items and see how old they are you know there's science behind yeah that. and they have yeah, exactly um, yeah. so and that's what I say like well why would why couldn't that be a possibility like I do I listen I like I'm also not religious I guess nope, I should I'm probably yeah. say I'm a huge that. fan of folk- folklore uh my favorite civilization is Mesopotamia and the Sumerians I love them I love their creation story that they have uh, about how the human race started. And it literally deals with aliens and UFOs. So I'm not going to totally get into the Sumerians because that's going to take us forever. That's another show. Um, And I only know so much about it, but I I research them a lot because obviously it has a UFO and alien attachment, but the folklore is so amazing to it. They are the first civilization that had politics way before the Egyptians, way before the Greeks. They had mathematics. They had their own writing system. They were leaving tablets. I'm going to show you guys something. And so I, I guess I can tell listeners it's a it's a fake tablet that has writing in it. So this was this is a tablet um, that is from Sumerian. It's a copy of the De, the Deluge, which is another story that we had of Noah's Arks and the flood. The Sumerians, as a culture in Mesopotamia, had a similar story, but they called it the Deluge, and they wrote a tablet. And this is the tablet. It's a, it's a mock of it. It's a print of it, but it's exactly what it looked like as a replica. And it tells a story of pretty much the same story of Noah's Ark and that how there was a mass flooding and that everyone had to like literally get on a ship and build a ship. And there's a lot more to it too as well. But these stories, these folklores are, everyone has a flood story and these folklores are in every single civilization story Every uh, folklore that they have or form of mythology, there's something. So there's always a little bit of a truth in in what is said, and sometimes it's exaggerated. And I think that with folklore, people are telling stories, and obviously they get exaggerated over time, but I think there is a root of that truth because that's how back then, that's how people would spread information. Because this was the first written language. This was the first time that in Mesopotamian Sumerian culture that they ever wrote something down and kept files and they wrote everything down. Thank gosh. And yeah, that's incredible. It's unbelievable because we wouldn't know a a lot about that civilization if they, they didn't. And unfortunately it was wiped out after a period of time. But you have to give them like, that's, you know, there's something to be said for that too, is that they had the intelligence to document their life or their civilization or whatever like so 
was that innate in them as um, homo sapiens or like did that come from a recommendation from a different life form? Well, the, like, yeah, the folklore stories said that something literally came from the skies and that it created humans and the they had talked about the Adam and Eve story in it as well too in their folklore. They have an Adam and Eve. They call them two different names and how that they were literally created this species was created that were humans and it literally came from some intelligent other being like yeah. it's wild mm. can you imagine that being your religion today like i say this to a friend they're like if you had to pick a religion to be and i was like mesopotamian sumerian folklore i was like it's it's unbelievable so with that said like it doesn't mean that it's true but there there might be something to that and again like hieroglyphics everywhere paintings that we have even from some of the most amazing artists that reference UFOs in them. Like it's, it's really unbelievable. It's so just so embedded in. It is. It really you know, is. Met yeah. all, cult, all cultures, like on, in every country. So it is hard for me to not understand why people wouldn't kind of believe or give some credit to those ancient scriptures, ancient stories, ancient information, like evidence, things like that, because, you know, we are, we are always looking for science, but that is part of science, right? Like that is, there's some proof right there. But a lot of people don't even believe in science. That's the problem. There's a lot of pieces of science that people like totally disregard. And also it's really fucking scary. The thought of like things flying around up there when people are scared of the unknown. So it's not shocking that people don't believe. Well, that's it. You're right. Like, Jess, you're totally right. That's the other part that they're saying is that that they want to figure out what these craft are because there is a little bit of fear that should be attached when when the U.S. government is coming forward and saying, we don't know what the heck these things are. Uh, we can't track them. They're turning on and off nuclear missiles. What do you they're mean by that, though? Military Sorry, the nuclear with... missile. Yeah, they're they're good question. Um, so what's happened is that in past years they've deactivated and activated, turn on and off switches like systems to deactivate nuclear bombs and then also activate them. So they've turned off panel systems. I would imagine. I don't know exactly how is they're doing it. Is that just coming from like an energy that it's emitting? What like a UFO flew over top and and then it happened? Yeah, it's controlling our technology. So it's taking it into its own hands per se, lack of words of what it is, but it's taking it in and controlling it. So it has control. It's we're losing the control of the system, and it takes control of it. So we're, we have that documented and also them it flying over ba- uh, military bases, flying with imp- impunity, which is really scary. So when the government comes forward and says, and it's, it should be one of the, this should be the biggest story in the world right now, but unfortunately isn't with people because when the government and any form of government that comes forward and says, we don't know what these things are, they're flying over our military bases in impunity. We, you know, we don't know it's intelligently crafted. We can't catch it. We, we haven't communicated with it. And it can do whatever it wants with us. That's scary. Very. Because then what the government's saying is there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Going back to the reason why they're not really telling us. But you say like this should be the biggest story. The government is the one that typically dictates what stories we are hearing, what's being on the media. So is it... Like the government comes out and says, yeah, we don't really know what this is or what to do about it. Um, it's in our airspace but and we it might can all mess die. with our technology. <laughs> um, but we don't know what to do about it. 
But then they also aren't allowing that to be this like a, a perpetual story, right? Because right. they to kind of have answered their own kind of question where it's like, we don't know what to do. What should we do? Let's not talk about it. That's yeah. what we should do. Let's not incite panic in the masses. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good point. In media now, finally, because of ridicule starting to slow down, that major media is picking it up and mm-hmm. having these conversations. When the New York Times did the first expose on it, I wanted to cry. I was in New Mexico the first time it happened, and I was on a beach with some friends, and I had a ufologist call me and was like, Chrissy, like, are, are you looking at the paper? Like, are you looking online right now? And I was like, no, I'm in Mexico. They're like, the New York Times just did an article on UFOs. And I'm like, what? And so I'm like looking through my phone and I'm like, what is happening? Like, and I was ecstatic because outside of the major media now just picking it up, not even myself, but all of these other researchers for 30, 40, even longer of years have been trying to penetrate the major media and have been emailing media. And like Victor Vigiani is a good friend of mine who's a researcher and his, I would say, majority of his entire life, he's been trying to break through to major media to make this a major story. And it finally happened. And for someone that's in his 70s, it, I'm so happy for him because now I guess in his part of his life, that part of that is, is, is completed. And now he gets to live in this other element that he's been trying to fight for for so long. And I find that to be really cool. And, and those stories aren't told all the time. And they really should be. Those amazing people mm-hmm. that are like trying to make sure that we know what this technology is and that we know what's actually happening and that it's shared with everybody. It is. It should be something that is kind of like regularly talked about, but that is where the beauty of social media comes in. That is the beauty of celebrity status, right? Because when you have groups of people that have such huge platforms that have huge audiences and they start talking about it, you know, kind of in a sad way, then all people are like, Ooh, I'm interested too. But at least, you know, you're getting some attention and it gains some traction. And like, I mean, people like Demi Lovato have quite recently come out and she, I think, has gone on her own kind of spiritual journey. She's had some major ups and downs, as most people know, if you follow any kind of mainstream media. But quite recently, she did a couple posts on her stories on Instagram and in her feed about like trying to connect through meditation with aliens basically and and you know unabashedly come out saying like I'm a believer and I want to talk to them so actually Chrissy as a as a PR expert which you are would do you think their publicists are saying okay stop talking about that like do you think that the their teams are like it's best for you to not like come out saying things about aliens well I think it's like working with talent um so I would say if it was five years ago they would be like when you do and Debbie like you know, you've, we've already had enough cases in the media. We don't need another. Let's just keep that one on the down low. Um, so now, not so much because everyone's talking about it and it's major stories. And like Tom DeLong has run like to the Stars Academy. and But he's been doing that for a long time. Exactly. There's so many other people that are coming out forward and saying that they believe in UFOs. So it's not even the case that... Um, I think as a publicist, you tell them not. I think you do it at the right time. If your career's just starting and you're, you know, trying to make a big name for it, you're not going to run out and be like, oh my God, you know, like I was picked up by a mothership on you're Tuesday. Like, oh, she's an alien <laughs> you know, girl. You're, you're, gonna, you're probably going to let that one go and probably talk about it in the next couple of years, right? Um, <laughs> Save that one. <laughs> you know, if you're trying to build your career. But anyone who's a notable celebrity that's been around for a while, um, 
then yeah, I, I think it's it's fine now. And it's probably warranted for them to talk about it because it's so pop it's such a popular topic. And people yeah. are becoming more and more interested and yeah. be believing more and more that of course there's a possibility that we are not the only like intelligent life form in our galaxy. Well, that's why I think it's crazy that we don't talk about it. like you'd have to be really I and I know people are but like dumb narrow minded to like actually believe that this is the extent of the world of of everything. This is the beginning and the end. Yeah, is it not common knowledge that it's infinity out there like you know? It's not, you know, and some some religions they think that the world's only okay, you know, that's, five, like yeah, that's three thousand years story. old, or you know, yeah. they don't, they don't believe in dinosaurs. They don't believe in any of that. So even if you don't believe in a dinosaur, then how the heck are you going to wrap your head around <laughs> yeah, UFO? It's true. And I, we don't see it all the time because we don't live in that pocket group of people. We live in a different pocket of people. So yeah, Western culture is much more yeah. easy to talk about things and it it is more yeah. accepted and yes people may ridicule you and and make fun but you're you're not silenced really um like you'll just keep talking about it and if you don't want to listen there's that unfollow button so yeah. to speak right to um, an extent of course you know some people are Yeah, silenced. I mean I think there's a right and wrong way to kind of come out with information um even if you are like a public figure um i mean and i i'm not gonna try and say which way that is but you know if you're talking about it intelligently and you're you are using like science and evidence based on like what information is available i mean but then there's the whole other side if you personally have experienced something i mean people can choose to believe that or not um but i think that's where it is very hard to believe because if you haven't experienced any kind of alien encounter you can't relate it's like ghosts i think yeah yeah it's like how people interact with like the paranormal activity of things like i do believe in ghosts but again i've never like experienced like ghostly things like you know obviously weird unexplained things have happened but nothing like holy fuck i just saw ghosts walk by so but it's weird and probably because i've just given more thought to ghosts than ufos because you know before this Like, I would never say UFOs don't exist. I just, I guess, didn't really think about that much because I think it is really scary. It is. And uh, someone actually said to me, this must have been seven years ago. It's a friend of mine that worked in social media, just like a work, uh, you know, work friend. And she was at my place and I think we were going for coffee talking about something social media related with a client of hers. And for some reason she didn't know how much I loved UFOs. She, we didn't, I've never talked about it with her. So for some reason she brought up being scared and she goes, you know what really scares me the most? And I don't know how we got into this topic. And I said, what? She goes, aliens. And I almost laughed inside. I was like, God, if you only knew that what I, what I believe. And so I I just let it go and I wasn't going to go down that road with her, but I found it really interesting that the one thing in the world that she was so scared of was aliens which she shouldn't be because I don't think they're benevolent. Like, I don't think they're mean. I really don't. I think there's might be different types, but I don't think they're here to kill us. If they did, we'd be dead. And so for her, it was interesting. And now I think about it where occasionally I think about her and I go, I wonder what she's freaking. I wonder what she's thinking now. She must be freaking out. She might be in a bunker wearing a tinfoil hat right now. Right. Exactly. Right. Check in with yeah, your friends exactly. that are scared of it. But it is interesting yeah. to think about people that would say I'm of all things in the world, I'm scared of aliens the most. 
Because I think most people, if you're doing like the alien ghost or spirit comparison, you're going to get the un, or like the dead or the undead, whatever, um, ghost spirits, yeah. all of that whole realm of um, things before you're going to hear, well, aliens. Because <laughs> it's not as talked about. <laughs> I've never really thought about it either. Like if I do think about like ghosts and spirits, that freaks me out. Like I'm not super, like I'd rather an alien show up in my window than a ghost be in my doorway. I mean, none of them sound like ideal. I'd rather just like be <laughs> safe and sound alone. <laughs> like I want to see nothing ever. Right. Yeah, like I don't want to see something right. that's unexplainable, that is not like dead or alive, that's just fucking there. I don't know what you want um, and probably cannot communicate with you. Yeah, I'd rather just not. As we've established, as you do not do well in like a no. panic situation. No, I don't do so well with like anything... normal panic situations, let alone like extraterrestrials <laughs> or paranormal things activity yeah no thanks yeah and i ghosts are something too i've never always looked up if it's always been a fascination with the ufos but any type of phenomenon now i just don't i just it's not that i think it's like some pseudoscience i just kind of look at it and i listen to people's stories and i keep an open mind and then i research it or read stuff or watch docs on it and then i wait for science to prove it at some point too because it's just it's so cool i'm also really excited that we live in a world now where we can actually like look at things like this in a in a real way and talk about it it's unbelievable like i'm really like god we're alive during this guys like this is going to be documented in history when we're again 70 we're going to be looking back and watching you know the cnn you know what happened oh. in 2020 it's like and in, in the what happened in the decade yeah. the decade yeah. you know yeah. um you know those little montage things they do so we'll be watching them and going oh my god i remember and so much more information is going to come out but we're really lucky to be alive during this time well yeah. certainly yeah. as technology advances like there's going to be so much more knowns than unknowns yeah. well all the more knowns makes even more unknowns well, i guess so. that's also a way of looking at it <laughs> yeah it's a solid point it's never it's never ending no. so i have to ask chrissy like yeah. have you had any ufo or alien encounter yeah i don't talk about this a lot um tell i have what happened was i was with my uh i was with my ex-boyfriend at the time and we were outside in my parents place in a cabana that they have this little Gazebo? Like, little not cabana sorry um What's it called? Oh my gosh. Yeah, gazebo. Thank you. And this little gazebo. And so we were just out there talking and like, and like we were, I have to say we were having some drinks, but we weren't like hammered. I yeah. have to say it, right? You always, when anyone has any form of experience, you have to say if they're on something. So <laughs> let's be true. It's right. So I, we were having a couple of drinks and we were fine. Um, and so this is no joke. He was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. My parents live in the country. And so he went to like the back to go take a pee. And uh, I was sitting on this little like stool thing that my parents have this concrete slab that's like a stool. And in my mind, there's something that you do that you can do is channeling. And I've heard about it. So and I've and I've read about how to do it, but I've never done it. So I was sitting It doesn't mean that they were coming to talk to me because I channeled. But I was sitting on this little stool and I was thinking about it. And what you're supposed to do is think about where you are. God, I don't even know if I want to know this. Look at like where you're going. So want to know this. Intergalactically. Well, it's it's. Try it. Yeah, it's it's cool. And so you think about like where you are and then you think about like where you are, like looking at yourself down and then going outwards into like up in the air and then from the planet and then outwards. Right. So you have to visualize. It's a visualization 
exercise. And so he, while he was going pee, I was doing this and I've never done it before. So I was doing it by myself and I was looking and then it was only like a couple minutes and I looked up in the sky and this light popped out and I'm like, what the hell is that? And so I'm like, okay, whatever. I keep looking, pops out again, it moves. And I'm like, Mikey, I'm like screaming and I'm like, come here. And he's like, what am I come here? And so he comes over and I'm like, look, and I point in the sky and he's like, what? And so I show him this light, a light pops out and it moves. And he's like, holy shit. It skirts across the sky. Not even a shit of a joke. All of the lights in my uh. parents' house went on at the same time, along with all the sensor lights outside. So what would have had to have happened is that the time that that thing went across the sky, two animals would have had to run across both center lights on either side of the property, and someone in the house had to have turned on all the lights at the exact same moment. It's impossible. It's impossible. And so he... I didn't even, and so then he had a Blackberry, which was hilarious because he had like the, this, like such old school, I don't think he has that anymore, but he had a Blackberry. And so he, I didn't notice the light thing. He said to me, he's like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, isn't that cool? And he's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, didn't you just realize what happened, Chrissy? And I said, no, I'm like, what happened? He goes, all the lights turned on. And I was looking around and I'm like, oh my God. And everything was still on. And I'm like, oh, oh, the sensor lights were on. The lights went off in the house at that point. And I'm like, oh my God. And so I stopped and I said, yeah. And then he, he's picked up his Blackberry. Well, it's Blackberries. They're always frozen. So <laughs> and it was totally like scattered and frozen. He had to take out the battery and, 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 uh, and reboot it again. So since that time, yeah, it was, and who knows what that could have been. Could have been the craziest coincidence ever, but it was one of those moments that, but and I was with somebody else. So that's the other thing is I was, it wasn't just me. Yeah, I was with one other person it. to have this conversation that saw it too. There was a witness yeah there was a witness <laughs> well, i didn't realize that they affected well like you already mentioned the nuclears yeah, the and technology. then the lights i didn't know it affected that at all which yeah. i mean if they have like some super powered technology to go like so fast and turn on a whim or whatever the hell they do it does make sense but holy frig that's weird <laughs> it's weird it was one of the weirdest i've had other weird things happen but like that was one of the weirdest moments and with somebody else and you know, I don't generally talk about it all the time, even though I don't think I'm going to get ridiculed. It's just a crazy story. And who knows if it's actually like it was just a coincidence, right? It could have been um, craziest coincidence ever that things happen. But, you know, it's it's possible. Well, but people it's always think I will always remember questioning themselves. Sure. That's why, you know, for yeah. the fear of the ridicule. But you're like, OK, did this happen? Am I crazy? Is it just the biggest coincidence that could have ever happened in my life. But the thing that I always find interesting when people do have stories like that is you remember so many details. Yeah. So yeah. to in my opinion, like, you know, I can't even remember what I did yesterday. Like, but <laughs> yeah, I can remember certain things of certain experiences, not necessarily UFO related, but like that definitely happened because I can recall it like it was five minutes ago well because it's yeah. like an element of trauma like it's exactly it's scary. It's imprinted on you imprinted exactly yeah and and well, that makes sense it's weirdly fantastical like that I and to be honest when I went to bed I was petrified 
even though yeah. how much I love UFOs and when people say to me, they're like, oh, if a UFO, Chrissy, like you'll be the first one to run down and be like, take me to the mothership. And I'm like, maybe not. I said, because I I said, I was scared. I said, after the fact, and I went to bed, I couldn't sleep at night because I was petrified. Well, you're still a rational human that even though you have a fascination and an interest and like you have, you're educated um, on the topic, you still don't know anything. It goes back to the fear of unknown. Like, I don't know if I'd be volunteering to go to the mothership because (laughs) what does that mean then? What if I do go? Do I ever come back? Do I see my family? Am I, do they hack me apart and you know the famous anal probing right like (laughs) not a fan um but you don't you don't know you don't know so of course it's still scary I mean if I was like really old and probably like on my way out anyway and that experience happened I'd be like hey what the heck (laughs) (laughs) what do I really have to lose at this point (laughs) yeah but my dad had his because that's how I got into UFOs was uh, six, probably like six years old, maybe even, oh gosh, I think the lot, like must've been like six or seven. My dad had a UFO experience with a group of people driving up North and they were on a major highway and, uh, he was with a group of friends and they were all going up to this cottage and they saw this and he has a picture of it. He showed me that picture when I was a kid and it lit up everything inside of me. And I was like, what is this? And he told us the story. And then since that day, my dad's ever been interested, but what happened was they were all getting out of, so they saw this UFO on the highway and it was on a major, I don't know. I think it was the 401. It could have been another major highway, but I think he said the 401 long story short, when they were going up North, everybody was pulled over on this highway looking at the ufo so and in the picture there's taillights all lined up of these cars and he is and it's big this big like sunny orb like above like um it was from the i don't know from the perspective but there was a telephone pole and then it was higher up above that so then what happened was uh they were all going up there and i guess they had some hunting rifles like my dad doesn't hunt but his friends must have and they took these hunting rifles and somebody had a scope on it because they wanted to look at it closer so they took the gun and pointed it at the ufo to look at it through the scope and once they pointed the gun at it it took off down the highway and so they were freaking everyone's freaking and it was all over the news and people were like, what did we see? What was that? So it was a mass sighting again. And a whole highway was pulled over looking at it. So he wasn't alone in this. He was, there was, there was hundreds of people that probably saw this, I'd imagine. And then along with people watching it on the news and hearing about it on the news. So, so for him, he didn't have a, an alone experience. He was with his group of friends and a whole bunch of other people. But was so, he a believer prior or had an I interest? It's a good question. I think he might have had an interest, but I, I bet you he probably did. I should ask him that. Good good question, Laura. I don't know. I'm going to ask him that. <laughs> Fill but us I in. think so. Follow up with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I'm going to follow up with that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my intrigue started with my dad, actually. Not from an experience standpoint, but just he has always loved sci-fi. I've always loved sci-fi. Because and he, my dad is a very imaginative person. He's a creative person. Um, so you know, I just kind of followed in that. Yeah, I'm in awe of like all these cool things, big movie buff and everything, and especially sci-fi and aliens. And I mean, Alien is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, but like, I actually believe I had an experience this summer with a couple friends, also in my backyard, and we were just 
drinks were involved, but so I had one. I've had I had one drink at that time, and it was I don't know around ten o'clock at night, and we're sitting on in my back uh, deck. And a couple of us were kind of facing one direction. My husband was actually facing a different direction. We're all just chatting. And I kid you not, and it it prompted me because you said this sort of like fiery ball. And that was similar. It was this very orange, spherical ball up in the sky, definitely not a plane, was not like a meteor. Um, It wasn't a drone um, because these were all the things that people said when we told the story. And... The, it was two of our friends. They both kind of like caught it first and was like took a minute to actually like look at it where I caught it out of the corner of my eye and looked up. So I didn't see it for as long, but it was such a crazy thing because it was that it was dark for one and it was this bright orange ball and we all looked and it just did like this sort of 90 degree maneuver where it went out and then straight up. No light trail, no wow. sound, vanished. Tell me what kind of aircraft, spacecraft that we know of here moves like that. And we literally, so my husband never even saw it. He's like, what the hell? And the three of us all kind of looked at each other and went, did you see that? Did you see that? Like everyone was in shock. And, you know, we weren't talking about anything like alien related. It was just this moment that we were all kind of stunned and certainly all felt a little like freaked out and not alone in that moment for sure so I mean and I've told people about it and you know you get the laughs and you get the like okay whatever and I tried to google it to see if there was other like sightings in Pickering or anybody like document anything I didn't hear about it on the news but wow I mean I can't explain it I don't know if somebody else did or could but I haven't heard anything since so it's these weird like phenomenons but I can picture the exact moment I know what I was wearing like so it's this these these memory burns that happen because like you felt something so like like intense that you can't forget it and that to me is what leads me to believe like when people share their stories can can I make up a story sure but if you ask me to say it again I wouldn't be able to give you the same details right yeah Yeah. very true it's true and I honestly when people tell me those stories it's a it's unbelievable B, I believe them because I don't think people make up stuff like that on the regular. There are people that do, but I think majority of people when they have experiences of any type of like that are just saying what's actually happened to yeah, them. Yeah, and I'm not posting yeah. it on, on my social media or anything if it right. comes up in conversation. Like, oh my God, this craziest thing happened. Like, I don't yeah, know no. how to explain it. That's well, how... we should be able to share that stuff. Yeah. Like, being like, this is what's happened. That, but that I, is It's still, really important to have these conversations. That is still more of the initial reaction as people think well, you're nuts, obviously. Like, that didn't happen. That was probably a plane. Like, that was literally the few, some of the people that I did tell, first response, it was it was a drone or it was a plane. I'm like, well, yeah. I know what a plane looks like. I've seen a few. Um, also heard them. You hear them <laughs> before you, you see know, them. You know, this is still yeah. obviously something that's super stigmatized. And, well, it's the, it, it's unknown. That's the whole thing. We, we just yeah. don't know enough about it um, for people to really all be on board with the fact that it's out there. And having conversations like this starts that. And, you know, maybe somebody will hear this episode and be able to relate or, or think, oh, yeah, that thing I saw could be a UFO. And, you know, it's just another way to normalize. So everything you guys talked about today and Chrissy that you've taught us today was enlightening for me, at least like I went into this not knowing 
or knowing if I believed or you know what I mean I I didn't know what to think before but now I feel giving you some food for thought that's what it is some food for thought like I'm not gonna go out of here and think oh my god I'm gonna see a UFO tomorrow but maybe I'm not (laughs) you're open to it yeah Yeah. (laughs) I mean I'm probably still opposed to like seeing UFO but I'm open (laughs) to talking about it more like I don't need to see them all the time but um we can talk about it more yeah (laughs) and maybe I'll watch alien (laughs) yeah that's that's what why we wanted to have this conversation I mean selfishly because I just love it and I'm interested and I love talking to people that are willing like you Christy to talk about it too Um, but I do think it's a conversation that needs to continue happening and even with the stigma that's still associated with it that oh like you're obviously crazy or oh my god that's just made up it's all Hollywood there are people that like have experiences have belief there are facts there are so there the government hello has come out and (laughs) said things about it so you know we can talk about everything else like why can't this be one of the conversations that's become that becomes more regular and mainstream and normalized um so definitely thank you for doing this it's certainly outside of our regular type show it's fun i like thanks for thanks for talking about it yeah. Especially for women, right? Back. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Anytime you want to talk about UFOs or anything else, you just I'll just call you on a just call me. Yeah. Call it doesn't even have to be a podcast. Well, just call yeah. Me. We'll grab a right. bottle of wine Maybe and like, we'll go. Chat. <laughs> right, or exactly. give me the cliff notes. Yeah. Right. But but I mean it is true. Like obviously I want to kind of circle this back for women too. Like I think yeah. you know, it is a conversation that is often reserved for men and like, you know, the quote unquote nerds or sci-fi geeks um to have a group of women chat about it is uncommon but it it shouldn't be and I'm glad that we did and you know anybody listening if you want to call us crazy or you know unfollow because of it go right ahead but um I love it well screw those and I agree I think more ladies more women do you're I think you're 100% right there's a lot more male UFO researchers too and acceptance ufologists yeah than there are female so the more that we get ladies in their different perspectives that's what we need and maybe they'll be more willing to come if they know there's the real intelligent life form on the case Mm-hmm. Exactly. Don't exactly. don't DM us. Touche. <laughs> don't yeah. come for us, men. <laughs> Guys, men. don't listen to this ep- this podcast anyway. Um. Well, I guess we can end off with saying the truth is out there, right, Laura? It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I put that in the email. I don't know if you saw Chrissy, but uh, Jess found that rather humorous. But I had to do a screenshot, and I was like, "Oh my god, what am I seeing right now?" <laughs> and the worst part was, I was like making fun of Lauren to my boyfriend. He's like, oh my God, that's so cool. I'm like, uh, what is happening right now? I'm surrounded by lots of nerds. Ian is my spirit animal. But yeah, thank you so much, Chrissy. This was so fun and awesome. And I have a lot more things to research. Jess, you definitely do too. And um, I look forward to more of the posts that you put out there about it. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like aliens. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, Chrissy, tell people where they can find you if they are interested in your alien posts. Yep, for sure. Uh, they can find me on Instagram or social media at, at Miss Vocab, M-I-S-S-V-O-C-A-B. Uh, or they can listen to the podcast that we have at Alt Pop Repeat. Um, or if they want to check me out my PR stuff, they can go to at vocab.com. So lots of, lots of different things, but Miss Vocab is mainly where you can find me. Awesome. And as always, follow us at herspective underscore podcast and please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank yep. you again. Thanks. Awesome. Bye. 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 Bye.